If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we share time-tested strategies to turn your annual revenue into your monthly revenue. Ready to up-level your business and your life? Then you will love listening in on the lively conversations Ursula has with her clients and guests as they share exactly what they did to grow and scale their business exponentially. Plus, you will discover how to experience more freedom, joy, and peace in your business and your life right now. If turning your annual income into your monthly income is your next step, then join us at the next 2X Intensive. Go to UrsulaInc.co slash apply. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Quantum Revenue Expansion, the podcast. Super excited because I have, okay, are you my favorite guest? Probably my favorite guest. One of my favorite people. Someone I better been- be. <laughs> Share this with your friends. What's that? Share this with your friends. Share this with your friends. Great. Um, I have the very amazing, very cool Rebecca Hall here. She is a business strategist, a coach. She's been hanging out in my company for, we don't know, like over 10 years. And today we're going to talk about how to step out of the hustle and double your sales. Step out of the hustle because Rebecca and I have conversations behind the scenes all the time. And one of the things that drives us crazy is this conversation about working harder and hustling. And it's this total, you know, old Rebecca, you would say industrial, I would say middle-class belief system where you have to work all the time to make any amount of money. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Before we do that though, before we do that, if you haven't hung out with us yet at the 2X Intensive, I just want to invite you to do that. And because you're a podcast listener, you get a super special package when you do it. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. I'm just going to tell you it's amazing. So if you love our energy and you've been thinking, I need to hang out with them, you can go to UrsulaInc.co forward slash apply. It'll literally take you like 30 seconds to send us your details and we'll send you all the information, all the things you ever want to know about the 2X Intensive. I'll have a call with you personally to talk about how this can benefit you and just walk you through the next step. So we love helping clients like you break through double, triple, 10 extra sales, whatever that is, and never go back. It's the reason why clients stay with us, some for more than, I don't know, like more than 10 years. And there's like, what's the next thing you're doing? So if you, if you need coaches and you don't just get one, you get two, you get both of us who really support you and walk with you as you take your business to that next level. We'd love to 
we'd love to talk to you more about that. So um, we'll talk more about the 2X intensive uh, as we go today. Now, this is going to be a two-part show because there's a lot of things that Rebecca and I wanted to make sure we bring to the forefront mm -hmm. of this conversation. And these are really things that, like I said, we talk about behind the scenes or you know, when we're working with our clients, because we work very closely with them. And these are the things that keep coming up when it comes to, you know, how to work less, right? How do I really work less and double my sales, but also really how to take you out of the hustle. So, so let's just dive in, Rebecca, like, let's, let's get a picture of our lives, both of our lives, really, because there was the before where we were both in the hustle, like you probably more than me. Like, I think you, like, I think when I met you, uh, you were, I don't even know how many things you were running at the time, but I could just tell by the weight that I could physically see on your shoulders, what you were carrying. And it felt like it was like a 24 seven thing compared to now where you float around Southern California, living this great life. So let's just, Let's give us a picture of the before and after of what your hustle was like. Yeah. I mean, as a Gen Xer, totally taught that, right? Like yes. uh, <clears throat> climb the corporate ladder, uh, you know, oh, my, here's my favorite ABC, always be closing. And, you know, <laughs> no disrespect, right? But th things have a time and uh, always be closing was before the internet. <laughs> like for our millennials who are like always be what what is that yeah so back in the day before the internet uh there was a guru out there that talked about the abc always be closing which means if you're in the line at subway that's an opportunity to talk to somebody about what your product or services so uh Thank goodness we've evolved past that but definitely a life uh when i started uh my my well not my first business but when i really was getting some traction, uh, 80 plus hours a week, easy. Um, and, and the sad part is like missed my brother's wedding. Thank goodness. He still, uh, talks to me. Uh, but you know, it, I remember having that conversation where I was like, bro, I love you so much. And I want the best for you and your new wife. And I really got to be at this thing. And I promise I'll send you a huge gift because, you know, the, the belief was not being there or not taking advantage or being present for every opportunity was like a step back. Uh, my son plays the guitar or played the guitar, uh, had guitar lessons for two years, never saw him play. Um, and that's sad. And, and at the same time, it, you know, he hasn't been to therapy for it at this point, which is good. I mean, that was just, that was the mode. I mean, that's where hashtag hustle, hashtag grind came from is you do all this work and then do a little bit more. That's the only way to get ahead. Um, but for most people, what is the end of that? Like, I'm not saying there's going to be times in your life or in your business where you're not working hard or you're like, if you have seasonal work or something like that, but there's something else. There's a trap where, like you said, Ursula, it's 365 days a year and it's 24 seven and there's no end in sight. Like if we keep hustling, like one day we're going to wake up and there's going to be 200,000 or 500,000 in our bank account. And that just doesn't happen <laughs> that in that fairy tale way. So I had done that for a long time. And, um, you know, it starts, even though I was making good money, like not the money I wanted to make, but I was making very good money. Uh, 
it's amazing how when you start losing uh, relationships or the things that you love doing that are fun, um, or in my uh, in my instance, health issues. I mean, my body was taking a beating from the type of schedule I was putting it on and the stress that I was under. Uh, at the point you get where you're like, it's just not worth it. And, and I had a really big contract at the time. And I remember like, you know, connecting with that person and saying, you know what? We both know a whole bunch of people that make way more money than we do and don't even work half as hard. I'm going to go figure that out. And that was really like where I just uh, leap of faith. Um, but at that point, I was worth it. I was worth figuring out something different. So that was really like a huge pivot point for me at a time when I was deemed pretty successful, but the cost was definitely not worth it. Hey CEOs, it's Ursula stopping by because I have a question for you. Are you ready to 2X your revenue, your monthly revenue and shave 10 or more hours off your work week? If yes, you need to be at the next 2X intensive course. And by clicking on the link in the show notes, you can schedule a private session with me to talk about how the 2X intensive will help you. So just fill out the application below and Trisha will schedule a conversation for us. One of our clients said that in the first 10 minutes of the private coaching call that you received before the 2X intensive, she made them more than paid for the class. Another client shaved off 21 hours per week for a total of 84 hours a month that she was able to put back into her calendar to work on her business. Another client just reported that he has taken 40 hours off his work week after taking the 2X intensive and has grown a multi-million dollar company. So if this is of interest to you, fill out the application below. That application will get to Trisha and Trisha will schedule a private 30 minute call for you and I to talk about how the 2X intensive can help you. Can't wait to see you there. Can't wait to connect soon. So it's the catalyst for you. Is that mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, I'm going to go figure this out. So it's interesting you say that because in a lot of our trainings and teachings, one of the things that comes up and you probably said it first is like, we all know people, we all know people. And we're, we say to ourselves, how, how are they making that much money when they're on the <laughs> golf course or they're at the spot or they're traveling all the time? Like, what did they figure out that I didn't? Like I used to ask myself all the, that all the time because they didn't have more training or experience. They weren't smarter than me. They didn't, you know, all these things like we were on equal footing. So I, it was that question, same as you was like, what, what am I missing? Like I used to ask that question all the time. What am I missing? Yeah. And there's this part of us that had been programmed. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Rebecca and I are, are Gen Xers. She's older than me. Um, so <laughs> not by a lot. 60 days and change. <laughs> let's be clear. But we did grow up during a time when there was still a little bit like the baby boomers were telling us, you know, what we, we had to go work all the time. Like they did, you know, it's like, go find mm-hmm. a job, work for 40 years and then retire. And hopefully your life will be great. Well, as we were growing up and, you know, there was, there were recessions, there were like, there were so many things that were, that, that the landscape was changing. Right. And for me personally, growing up on a farm in the eighties, all the, the little farms were going under. And I was just like literally watching, you know, like, things fall away and not having enough money and getting food stamps and having to have the blue, I'll never forget this, had the blue lunch tickets. Everybody else had the yellow blue, you know, lunch tickets. And and it wasn't like the teachers would hide that. They just like, 
you know, say your name and rip your blue ticket off and put it in the pile. And I was like, I was mortified, right? And so this belief that the scarcity belief that there just, there wasn't enough money, there wasn't enough um, opportunity, you know, just all of this programming. And so I took that programming into the corporate world and like you worked 24 seven. I mean, we were the best Gen X employees. We were the best people yeah. loved us. They moved me around the country. Why? Because everywhere I went, I worked so hard to make yeah. money and I turned offices around and in retrospect, it was a phenomenal experience because I learned how to grow business, right? I learned how to read a PL. I learned how to lead. I got so many, it was like getting an MBA on steroids. By the time I was 27, I was president of a $20 million company. That was amazing. But like you said, at what cost? I mean, I had chronic shingles. I can remember, this is funny now, but it wasn't funny then. I can remember that I was president of the company, had to fly to, so I was in Southern California, had to fly to Tucson for this big meeting, right? And the day before, all of a sudden these shingles come out on my neck. So it's like I have these open sores on my neck. So guess what I had to wear to Tucson, Arizona? I had to wear a (laughs) turtleneck, okay? It's like 400 degrees out and I have this turtleneck and I'm thinking, what am I doing? But we both escaped. And I think you and I have both been on, like, I mean, together, we've probably spent a half a million dollars on training and, um, you know, personal development, self-development, because no one told the Gen X kids that they really didn't have to work all the time (laughs) to make a good living or to run a business and make a lot of money. So tell me, like, so you you made the choice. You're like, all right, that's it. I'm going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. So think about some of the training that, that you were going through at that time, or like, what were some of the, just those moments where you saw a different way or think something that just transformed you? Yeah. You know, Mike said it, it just plays a big part in it. Right. So, and that, and when I was working hard, uh, like crazy hard, just like you, I was very like, uh, you know, introduced or, or, uh, around a lot of like high thinkers. And I think part of it was, there was this belief that, well, that's, that's the, that's the destination. That's the result, right. After I do all this hard work. And then like you, I started noticing like, wait a minute, there's not like this huge intelligence, you know, jump, or even like a financial jump. Like it really was just a belief. It was just like, what do I need to change about my beliefs? And so um, I used to play this game with my wife when we very first met and it was called, I don't think I'm gonna be able to make the mortgage payment this month. <laughs> you know, because you don't know what you're going to make and you're hustling and you don't, you don't realize that. And I remember the very first time I told her that she totally got on the bandwagon with me. She was like, oh my gosh, really? This is not good. Like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, I, I don't know, like, but it's a possibility. And, um, you know, then at the, the end of the month would come and I'd make the mortgage payment and she'd be like, wow, that's so awesome. Good job. And I'm like, I know I worked my ass off. And, uh, and then like a few months later it would happen again. Right. Cause it's like July and it's like slow season and she would jump on that again. And, uh, you know, maybe not as much because I'd already like, you know, done it. And of course I would make the mortgage payment. And, uh, so probably by the third time I said that she was like, shut the F up. (laughs) You know, she was like, have you ever not made your mortgage payment? I'm like, no, pretty much at this point, I've never missed a rent pay. So what, why is that belief? Like, what am I perpetuating or what am I creating? And so really like looking at 
honestly just the belief that these other people had. And then I was like, well, what, what belief can I adopt? So, you know, the biggest one was, oh my gosh, I don't have to work all the time. And, you know, I remember when I had uh, informed that other client that I was changing and I had like, you know, a good two or three months that I call like my eat, pray, love months, which really was just eating, not a lot of loving or praying, like just eating and sleeping. Uh, Cause I was just so burnt out. I mean, medically honest, I was at adrenal fatigue on the border of adrenal failure. So I definitely had some time to like, try and think about what I wanted. And there was a surrender in the mindset. There was a letting go. I, I remember very distinctly having a conversation with my wife and saying, Hey, so everything I presented myself to be to you as far as like a provider and the life we have of having someone come in and cook our food and weekly massages and our house cleaner and all these great vacations and this awesome house that we live on on the hill. Yeah, that's all going away uh, because I'm just, I just, I, what it takes to produce that for you, I really can't do anymore. And I'll tell you the best thing ever is she looked at me and said, no problem. I'm like, no problem. Like you do realize our life is going to change. We're selling the house. Uh, the kids are going to have to like probably share some bedrooms and uh, our vacations are going to be local. And she was like, no problem. And like that really gave me having her, honestly, having her believe in me a little bit more at that point than I did, but it gave me the platform to actually start formulating my boundaries, the boundaries in my mind, the ones that said, I don't, I don't need to work weekends. I can actually stop working at three o'clock. Like, so I started actually designing my life at that time. Are you ready to finally let go of the limiting beliefs and blocks that are holding you back in your life, career, business, or relationships? I'm so excited to introduce you to Anna Larai of Sparkles of Love. Anna Larai is a life change agent who assists clients in remembering their own magnificence by bringing through the newest and highest energies, processes, and activation for you. Take the next step by downloading a free clearing meditation at sparklesoflove.love. And um, so when I had like no expectations, but I had the boundaries, right? There's a book I love called The Passion Test uh, by Chris Atwood, which I, I had met uh, Chris uh, a long time ago. And I said, I loved your book. And he's like, what was your favorite part? And I'm like, oh, I only read the first two chapters <laughs> because that's all I needed to change my life. And what was, and we, and that was a time when everyone was talking about vision boards and manifesting and all of that. And what I really loved about that book was, it said, be really clear about what you don't want as that's as just as important as what you do want. And uh, so I got really clear about what I, what had to happen for me, not working weekends, not uh, crossing all these international time zones and doing trainings at two in the morning, my time so that Australians could get it. Um, I even had one that was like, I want to love all my clients. Like I genuinely want to love them. And I started like, changing my mindset about what the life is that I wanted, not even knowing how to get there. And that's why, yes, vision boards are good and all of this, but you really want to dig down into like what your experience is, not just grabbing someone else's dream of a Lamborghini or 
a four hour work week or whatever, but like really internalizing that. And, you know, and I had surrendered to whatever. I, I even told my wife, I'm like, I'm probably going to make 30 grand a year, just so you know, that's what I'm like projecting. So, but when I really like got into it, uh, fast forward about 14 months after, you know, I had made that big break and I was making twice as much money as I made before and only working half the time. And so that's where I really started to, uh, you know, kind of clue into like this designing and, and how important like up here and in your heart, uh, mm -hmm. those things need to connect to create the life that you want. Yeah. And I think... Like, no, that's why you and I really connected because we mm -hmm. both, you know, I mean, we've been on such similar paths in the industry, the transformational industry, personal development industry. We know a lot of the same people. We've followed some of the same yeah. gurus. We've been in the training rooms. We've spent the money. And at the end of the day, it was like, well, what if I don't want any of that? What, do I, what if I don't care about yeah. packing rooms anymore right remember when that was the thing like can we get 600 people in here you know? <laughs> yeah and it was all these logistical food. issues and you couldn't really connect with anyone and it was loud and you know it was just this this idea that you know we could decide that we didn't want certain things mm -hmm. i think was so powerful and and also that there was an easier and better way and i think that that's the piece but we, I mean, for some of you who are listening right now, you've probably been transfixed by what other people are in your industry are doing. And you think, oh, I should, I should be doing that too. I was one of those people. I was like, oh, I should be doing it. Like I had to like model my business after people I thought who were more successful than me. Meanwhile, I helped, I helped grow a $20 million company. I had all this experience. And here I was thinking I have to model what everybody else is doing. And at some point I just, I had enough. And I can't remember the exact I can't remember the exact moment, but it was like a doubt, divine download of, you know, Ursula, it's okay to stay in your own lane. Just stay in your own lane. You don't have to go to all those events. You don't have to model your business to be like hers or his or do this or that. Like just stay in your own lane. And then I was interviewing someone on the podcast one time and she said, Nama, stay in your own lane. And I was like, oh, okay. I can even be that peaceful. But all like underneath all of that, right, is the belief that we're worthy to make that, that amount of money and that it's okay. It's like a permission slip. Like everybody needs a permission slip that says you don't have to work 40 to hundred hours a week to have a multi six or seven figure business. Right. And here's your permission slip. Like if you've been waiting for this permission slip, here it is. Here's yours as well. I can think of a client we had have had, like he's been in and out of our programs who went from making a working a hundred hours a week to working 40, which for him is a massive, and he loves to work. So he's like, I can, you know, he still wants to work 40 hours, fine. But he didn't have to work a hundred. And it wasn't until he got down to 40 hours a week or less that his business went over seven figures. Yeah. Right. And so just like that blasting through that belief. And that's one of the reasons we talk with our clients about it over and over again, because sometimes you just got to keep hearing it to realize I don't have, like, I, I get to choose. I get to choose how I want. It's one of my, my, one of my coaches says that to me all the time. She's like, what are you choosing? What are you choosing? I'm like, I get to choose. And for a lot of us, we didn't know. I mean, we, we all, a lot of us Gen Xers had interesting childhoods. You know, our parents were just different. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have to know where we were. Like I think about my eight-year-old now and I met, I think, will there ever be a time when I just wouldn't know where he is while he's eight? No, of course. I always know where he is, but you know, mm -hmm. back in the day, 
we were latchkey kids. We were just, you know, doing our own thing, but we were also told go to school, go to college, get a job. Here's your path. No one handed us a permission slip that said you have a choice. I heard of someone talking recently on a podcast and she was sharing that she and her brother went to different schools growing up. She went to a public school and he went to a private school. And at the public school, they learned math by learning how to subtract and add apples and oranges and fruit. Whereas her brother at the private school learned how to add and subtract how many homes they're going to buy and sell this year or how much real estate they're going to own or how many companies they're going to buy or sell. And I thought that like down to that level, right? We've been programmed to think a certain way. So this is the work that we do, right? We're constantly, you know, between each other and with our clients, just unraveling the beliefs and the ideas that we've taken on that we thought were true and they're not. 100%. So as we wrap up this, this last, this first part, which is really about, you know, getting, you know, starting to get out of the hustle and setting goals that you really care about, how to, how to step into what's next for you, how to let go of the old stories that you believed and really start to step into a new mindset about what you can achieve. Rebecca, what would you like to close this part out with? Yeah, I mean, here's here's the thing. Most of us that are listening to this, right, that you're listening to this, you've been around the planet a few times, probably more than 20, probably more than 25. So you're smart enough to know that no matter what in life, things can change. And how you view change, I will tell you that was one of the biggest things for me is my attitude towards just change. Because I think sometimes we're programmed to think that change is going to be hard or, you know, maybe not good. Like we get comfortable in, in what we know, but things are going to change. How you approach change is going to greatly define what comes at you next or even what you're able to handle next. And I'm not saying that we all don't have hard times. Like sometimes I still have hard times and you know, we all have hard times. But your ability to adapt and accept change is probably one of the first mindset pieces I would look at. Because when you're able to do that, then actually the world of possibilities show up. And for me, when I surrendered to what was and was open to like, what, look, here, here's, my, here's my container, like whatever you want to throw at me. Like that really was one of the pivotal points of my entire life. Um, and I kept on doing what I love doing, but in a way I never thought I would be able to do it, which more than just paid me, it gave me some, so much of a richer life. Uh, and I was able to expand myself. So I really, I would really start there with that mindset and belief of like, what does the container, what do you want it to look like? And, and what are you willing to surrender or change or feel about change to create the possibilities, not being attached to them? Yeah. Just being open. That, that's where I would start. Yeah. That's a great point. Just to wrap up is really because in order to create something greater, we have to let something go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Rebecca and I've shared both of our stories of being in the corporate world and even in our businesses, things that we've had to let go of old beliefs, old ways of doing things, working all the time. You actually have to let go of that so that you can create something new. But taking a step back, as Rebecca said earlier, like creating a list of what do I not want anymore? What do I want to clear out of my business or my life? What do I not want to be doing? Can Mm -hmm. really put you in touch with what that new, you know, we call it a revenue container at Ursula Inc. Like what would that new revenue container look like? In other words, how much money would you like to make and bring into your business over the next 12 months? And then what if you could do that in 20 hours a week or how much do you really want to work? That's what we want to leave you with because in the next part of this, 
part two, we're going to drill down into how to take that, um, that new desire and your decision to change and bring that into reality. Awesome. awesome. We'll see you on the thanks, next Rebecca. show. Yeah, we'll see you on the next show. Thanks for being here. Everybody, thanks for listening. If you haven't yet, go to UrsulaInc.co forward slash apply. Send us your details. It'll take 30 seconds. It's all free to send us your information. We're happy to have a conversation with you and talk about how we, us, Rebecca and I, can support you as you take that next quantum leap in your sales. All right, that's it for now. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.